2: Someone texted him and, and said, this is why kids are wussies these days, because you won't let them watch the 1937 Snow White movie. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think a generation of kids turns into a wuss because of Disney. I think that falls on the parents. Yes. If you don't want your kid to be a wuss, parent in a way that makes your kid not be a wuss. But I don't think Disney's going to... If you're letting the programming your kid watches shape their worldview... You're probably not doing a good enough job as a parent. Can I just tell you? You can, and you this, will.
3: This damn coffee is so bad. You know, I didn't go to the Keurig. <laughs> I didn't go to the Keurig down there. What is that what it's called, the Keurig that's or right. whatever? I didn't go there to get the fresh stuff, right? Because if you go to the back, there's a pot that's usually fresh. This is so bad. I just took one drink. I think by the middle of this segment, I'm going to be running out there throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> That's how bad this coffee's been sitting in that pot back there. And, you know, when I poured it, I said, boy, that looks really, really black, you know? Wait, there's a pot of coffee? Where? I never knew that uh, existed. Yeah, in the back. So that way, you know, because sometimes I just don't feel like going down there, taking the little thing out, sticking it, hit the thing there, punch it. Then I got to figure out, right, push the button here and all that other stuff. When there's a pot of coffee back there.
4: Well, Paul, you gotta figure we're the first people in this building, so right, if, there's, but, if but, there's coffee back there, it's probably from yesterday.
3: No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Paul Rasmussen and them—they make, they, the make sure they, they they No, it's a—it's a pot of coffee back <laughs> that's there. Not, they don't use that one. Right? They do. That's my point. It's—that's. It's, I think uh, that's reheated old coffee, thing. No, I'm just <laughs> telling you, the coffee is so bad. I'm like, it's now in my mouth. You know what I mean? And I just want to throw up. Was and, it warm? It's—it's it's like. Not even, it's like lukewarm. Ooh, Paul, I'm telling yeah. you. But, but um, it's not, I'm telling you this much right now. They make a new pot in the morning. They make a couple of pots. Oh. And, 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 We're here every day. Oh, I never, I'm just I never telling seen you, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you where it's at. I know exactly you, where it's I'm, at. I'm, I'm just telling you, they make a new pot. I thought it would be a nice new pot, but listen. Yeah,
2: you drank a I coffee. I learned man. something.
3: Yeah. Listen, I learned something today. If coffee is like dark black like that, probably sucks. <laughs> Probably means that it's not going to be anyway. I, I just, uh, I, I sometimes I just have to get that out of my off my. I walked all the way back there looking for caffeine. Now I got to go a whole nother segment without caffeine.
2: Go just, ahead, just drink the old coffee. Go ahead. Fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and uh, heating and air conditioning provider for over fifty years. Ray Fittipaldo, that's the greatest introduction we could ever give you. Ray, how are you today?
5: I don't know. Paul might want to think about getting a Coke out of the machine at this point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those right.
2: Cokes, they keep it nice and cold in <laughs> there. Nice, yeah. oh, a nice fresh Coke. That's an <laughs> not, old, warm. not old, not old lukewarm coffee. Alright, Ray, so Justin Fields has been linked to the Steelers by Adam Schefter. They're now actually the betting favorite in some places to land Justin Fields because Mike Tomlin seemingly loves the guy. Uh, how much stock do you put into that? And if you could give us a percentage chance of a deal being swung for that guy? Swung? Uh, what percent chance would you give for the Steelers acquiring Uh, Justin Fields?
5: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's pretty low, Adam. And I I think, you know, for the Steelers, it would have to make sense on several levels. Um, You know, there's the financial aspect to it, and there's the roster-building aspect to it as well. And if if you acquire Justin Fields, you're acquiring him to be your starter. And then, obviously, you're going to commit to him for more than one year. So you're picking up that... $25 25 dollars dollar fifth fifth-year option. So there's that aspect to it, you know, can he pick it on a rookie deal or going out and spending more money um, on a guy when the Bears don't want to pick up that, um, that option. Okay, so that's the first aspect of it. And the second aspect of it is you'd likely be trading a second-round pick or maybe more, um, maybe second and, you know, a fourth or something like that. When you need offensive linemen, you need defensive linemen, you need corners, and you need receivers. So, you know, I'm not saying the cupboard's bare for the Steelers, but they got to keep adding to it. And I don't know that they could afford to give up a lot of draft capital this year to go out and do it.
4: Ray, I haven't talked to you since last week, since last Wednesday. I wanted to get your thoughts on... Uh, these two moves that the Steelers made uh, in the last week: uh, Tom Arth, quarterback coach, and Zach Azani, wide receiver coach. Did those guys move the needle for you at all with those positions uh, being hired?
5: Yeah, I mean Zach has more NFL experience than, than Tom does, um, but um, you know I, I think you you need a change in, in both rooms. Um, you know, was nothing against Frisman Jackson, but he wasn't able to get. George Pickens and Deontay Johnson to get the best out of them. So you, need, you knew something that was coming there. And even though Mike Sullivan is still on the staff and I think they're trying to find a way for Mike to still have a role, um, Kenny Pickett didn't make a lot of progress in his first two seasons. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of progress at the end of his rookie season. And then I would call it, you know, stagnation or regression in his second season. So it makes all the sense in the world if you're going to, if your goal is to find out about Kenny Pickett this year, bring new people in to see if they can maybe spark something in him. Um, so I, I think, you know, both of those make sense as well. You know, people kind of criticize Arthur's, um, you know, his background, he was in college Akron and um, only a couple of years in the NFL, but um, you know, you, you just need one voice um, sometimes as a quarterback. And if it's the right voice, it doesn't matter what his background is. So, um, you know he, he's a guy who was a, a, around Peyton Manning, um, you know during his playing career. I'm sure he learned some stuff there. So I think um, you know potentially those two
3: could be good hires. You have Field Yates in his mock, the Steelers taking Bo Nix. Hmm. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather a first round quarterback like that, or as we've talked about, uh, a, a, using a second round pick to trade for? A guy like Justin Fields. I mean, which what 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 do you like better? Uh, I mean, neither in that scenario. <laughs> what I mean, if,
5: what I, if the I name
2: thought, were uh, were Michael Penix Jr.
5: Yeah, I mean, I I was in Mobile, guys, and I saw both both of them, and I just you know I, I wouldn't draft those guys in the first round. So I mean, if that's the scenario you're laying out in front of me, um, you know, I guess Fields because at least we've seen Fields have a modest amount of success in the nfl i mean there are the turnovers that you worry about and and all that stuff but at least we've seen he could he could play a little bit you know um you know there's something there to work with but those guys i mean i just think it's you know you you would just be changing out kenny pickett for the next kenny pickett maybe and maybe those guys turn out to be better i don't know but from what I saw down in Mobile, I wasn't overly impressed.
2: Ray Fittipaldo joining us here on the Fan Morning Show, which is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Okay, let's say the Steelers do just say, all right, Kenny's our guy next year. Do you buy into the Ryan Dan Hill as his backup? I do.
5: Um, I think it makes sense. You're going to want to have somebody um, in that quarterback's room who um, at least is familiar with Arthur Smith's system. You know, it doesn't mean It has to be a guy like Tannehill, but, you know, Tannehill is, what, 35, 36 now. He just lost lost his starting job last year to Levis, so he'll be looking for work. And he could be that mentor to Kenny Pickett. And, you know, I think the the Steelers are open to bringing Mason Rudolph back. I I think, um, you know, he showed at the end of last season that um, he could serve in that backup role really well. But, you know, if you are looking to turn the page in that quarterback's room, and uh, try to go in a different direction. I, I think a guy like Tannehill makes all the sense in the world. Um, I know he doesn't run around like he used to. He's not as mobile as he used to, but just from the perspective of um, you know being like a big brother to, to, to Pickett, being that buffer between Pickett and Arthur Smith, I think that would be a good deal.
2: Ray, we got a segment coming up at 835, The Love Doctor with Paul Zeiss. You call and you get love advice on this year, Valentine's Day. What do you think of that idea?
5: no and paul i think it's a great idea i think i'm gonna stay tuned
2: thank you ray we'll talk to you next week
5: all right guys see you
2: that's right all right ray fittipaldo of the pittsburgh post gazette coming up next before paul zeiss love doctor before paul zeiss love advice at 8 something happening right now in sports are athletes right to gripe about it or are they soft
6: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Love Doctor with Paul Zeiss coming up in 15 minutes. (laughs) If you got a buddy who's having love problems, and you need advice for your buddy, you call in at 412-928-9370. We should have Kale come down there. We, we should down. have Kale. We, we could just do a whole segment with Kale. We could do
3: Cal. a whole segment with him, that dude.
2: If you have any type of love problems, if things are going great, you don't know how to take the next step, anything in the love milieu, 412-928-9370, you call up. And Paul will give you advice. Dorn and I will give you some advice, too. Mm-hmm. And I think if this works the way that I think it can, we could do this every year on Valentine's Day. This could be a great reoccurring thing. I hope people call in. We've already got a bunch of texts. I've got some tweets. 412-928-9370 is the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And you could tweet at underscore Adam Crowley, at score and Doran. What is it, at Paul Zeiss?
3: Uh, Yes, just at Paul Zeiss, one word.
2: Easy peasy. Brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peter's Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. There's something that's irritating me about pro athletes right now that we'll get to in a minute, but – Bo Nix is mocked to the Steelers. That's a guy that Doran says the Steelers are into. Now, this was Field Yates who mocked him to the Steelers right. at 20. You brought it up with Ray Fittipaldo. Man, Bo Nix screams, can he pick a 2.0 to me? Yes. like That terrifies me. Like, He's an older guy, right? Older guy, was in a really quarterback-friendly offense with some good players in Oregon. Not that that should be held against the guy, but it took him until the end of his career to really take off not all that dissimilar to Kenny Pickett. Different than Kenny that he's a transfer. That's I don't care if that guy has the greatest combine in the history of combines. That is a big no for me, Bo Nix. At 20, for sure. I could see in the second round, maybe. I actually he falls. I actually think some
3: of these quarterbacks are, are probably overrated this year. I, I agree. Like, if you have the second pick in the draft, are you really taking Drake May?
2: There's something off with him. For me, think he's, he's got guy. all the measurables.
3: Yeah, I think he's a guy you probably aren't going to win with. You know? I, I Certainly, if I had the first pick in the draft, I, I'd have a hard time picking Caleb Williams.
4: I would, too. Now, Doug Whaley, he likes Caleb Williams mm-hmm. a lot. But I just just all the outside stuff, I just didn't like with him this year that was connected to him. Right. And you're going to have to deal with that. And he, and I mean, yeah. if, if there's a rumor out there and it gets shut down, that's one thing. And then it ends. But if there's a room out there that has legs and then it gets shut down and then the legs grow again and you keep walking like he doesn't want to be in Chicago, I've seen that over ten times from different outlets from different people Gets shut down, then it gets brought back up again. There has to be some type of truth to that. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're already entering that situation with Caleb Williams. Oh, does he actually even want to be here if I'm the Chicago Bears? So, like, that would throw me off if I had the
2: first pick and Caleb Williams was the number one pick to be drafted. The guy that does it for me. If I had the number one pick, if I was a Chicago Bears GM, I'd draft Jaden Daniels. I would draft him. I wouldn't think twice about it. Out of those three, I would take him. He reminds me of Lamar Jackson. There are so many parallels between the two guys. Both won the Heisman. They were so good, they won the Heisman when their team had three losses. You know what I would do? I would
3: basically say, we're going to trade the first pick for a king's ransom to somebody who's desperate for a quarterback. And recommit to Justin. That's what I would do, too. And then you get all these other picks to make, you know, and then you can get a receiver. and Get Marvin uh, Harrison Jr. uh, You know what I mean? My thing is, I don't understand what the Bears are doing. It'd be one thing if you had a guy like, I don't know, who's a can't-miss quarterback that's come out in recent years. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, okay, he's sitting on the board. You look at him and you say, six foot six, prototype back, you know, drop back passer, all
2: that other good stuff. Andrew Luck, same kind of deal. You know,
3: one of those guys, but there's not one of those guys. You basically have Justin Fields, who I don't know that he's really had an opportunity to, to, to show you what he can do. He's had different coordinators, He's had different coaches. They've had a disaster of a team. Spielberger said it yesterday.
2: Like, he has not been put in a position at all to succeed. Justin Fields right. to succeed. Exactly. Not at all. So I mean that's we even what said I said with, with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow came in. Team was bad. The offensive weapons were there. Right? And so then he came in, he hit the ground running a little bit. Right. Yeah. Justin Fields did not have but, that.
3: But but that's the problem. And so to me, I'm looking at would you like like Doran, would you rather go through year three or what is it? Year four of Justin Fields. Or whatever it is, three or four. I can't I lose track.
2: It'll be he's going into year four.
3: And you add Marvin Harrison Jr. and a couple of other guys that are you're going to be able to get with some of these picks or would you want Caleb Williams
4: it would all be it' all come down to money and I could get him for four four years right you'd
2: restart your clock then you'd
4: restart your clock but I, I, it, drafting a quarterback is never a, you know a hit like you're always guessing and you don't know which one you don't know if Caleb Williams is going to come in here and he, he has the talent of course. He has the arm talent but if you're expecting him to come in and be patrick mahomes from day one with the chicago bears and the way that their roster is constructed right
2: now like it's going to take some time well, it,
4: and it might, you might the time might pass to you well and maybe pass that's it.
2: what they're doing here with with justin fields as they're saying all right we still have to take time to get our team together and now we have to make a decision on to pay this guy that fifth year option we might as well just go all right with another unknown absolutely but whenever he reaches year three and four, maybe we're in a position where that guy can succeed, and we're still paying him on a rookie contract. I mean, that does make sense to me. Case in point to what you were saying, though, Paul. Mitch Trubisky gets cut by the Pittsburgh Steelers two days ago, the Monday following the Super Bowl. He was drafted before Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Tells you everything you need to know everything. about scale. Or
3: better yet, you don't even go. go don't even go back that far back. How about the guy in Carolina this year? Yep, was the first pick. Now that the guy said, with the Texans. The guy with the Texans is the second pick.
2: I'm not saying that if you would have reversed the players that their seasons would have been similar, because I do think Stroud's that dude, but those are night and day different situations. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. They Mm -hmm. are
3: to to some degree, but, you know, by the same token, it wasn't like the Texans were some juggernaut and they Mm -hmm. had a brand new coach. There was a lot of things that you could say, but clearly, I mean, I'm not a scout, which, by the way, Doran, can I just tell you, I nearly drove off the road and wrecked laughing when i saw you tweeting about twitter self-appointed twitter scouts oh yeah yeah they watch you know they think they because they found the all 22 now that you know we have to listen to what they have to say about football yeah especially the senior bowl so i'm prefacing this by saying i'm not a scout but i think it's pretty clear that stroud is much better than bryce young
2: real quick before we get into love doctor with paul (laughs) zeiss At 412-928-9370. Now would be the time to line up your calls if you want to talk to Paul and get some love advice from Paul. Again, 412-928-9370. Did you guys see what's happening around Major League Baseball right now? So, Fanatic's in charge of the jerseys. And the St. Louis Cardinals. They think the jerseys are cheap and disgusting, and they're bitching about it. And the Marlins are bitching about it. And a couple of other franchises bitching about the quality of these jerseys. And I'm sorry. When I read this... I had an old man take on Friday, Dorn Dickerson. <laughs> Here's my old man take of the day. Shut the hell up about the jerseys. It's a Major League Baseball jersey. You know what that means? You're playing in the show. If the jersey looks a little cheaper, if the fabric doesn't fit you right, what is this, Seinfeld? <laughs> where, they, where they had the, the polyester jerseys? Yes. Get over it. My God. And the best is, the best is, like, why do you even care? Oh, Majestic's not making it anymore. Do you throw strikes? Are you getting a paycheck to play Major League Baseball? You're not in the minors anymore. You're not not driving bus to bus, town to town. Like, that would suck. And then the jerseys would just push me over the edge. Wear
3: the the uniform and be quiet.
2: Yes! (laughs) You (laughs) know? Wear the
3: shirt.
4: But the thing is, is like... Regardless, if they make the decision, you're gonna have to wear it. So why even bitch about it?
2: Right, just deal like, with it. They're
4: they're gonna, if they want to do it, they're gonna do it. Why even waste the
2: energy on being upset about it? It's not like the vending machines for the Oakland A's in Moneyball. Like that would drive me. Hey, you're not spending money on the vending yeah. machines. You ain't spending money on on the amenities. Yeah, that would annoy Which, me. Which,
3: by the way, David Justice claims that they they, they didn't have to pay a dollar for course. a Coke. Right, of course that, that not. was a Hollywoodized uh, version of the you know the Moneyball movie
2: um great movie by the way
3: yeah but here's the thing i hate about it can i just i i I just watched it again yet can i just bitch for one minute about it seriously okay all right great you brought in the guy at first base that you know that didn't have that bad arm and your analytics team and all this other stuff found uh, was it a pitcher or whatever it was and okay great but are we gonna, I don't know, talk about the fact that you had three Cy Young Award winners on that team at some point. <laughs> are we gonna talk about the fact that you had two legitimate, legitimate MVP candidates, or are we just gonna say you won because you had, you know, some whiz kid find a couple of guys that were good on base percentage guys? That that's the only thing that's the only thing I got. I love the movie, but that's my only complaint is like, okay, I get it what you're trying to do here, but let's not leave out the fact that you had five. Of the best players in baseball on that team, by, by, oh, by the way.
2: Is this not a guy who has takes on everything Paul Zeiss? Mm-hmm. You know what he's got takes on next? Oh boy, Love. Mm-hmm. It's Valentine's Day, Paul's favorite day of the year. And all you got to do is call up 412-928-9370, text us on that same line, or you could tweet any one of us. Paul's going to give love advice. The mm-hmm. Love Doctor segment with Paul Zeiss coming up next. I want this to be a yearly thing. Call in right now, 412 928 nine three seven zero we have various sports things going on as well so you can vote on the fan morning show Twitter poll brought to you by PJ Fitzpatrick home Improvement trust pj.com
6: I still hear your voice when you sleep next to me I
2: still feel your Let's touch go Well, can we get another song? Oh, it's an all-time yeah. yeah. banger here. Right. Every time we right. touch There we, we go. Yes. But Let's crank it. That's... What what <laughs> better song for Love Doctor with Paul Zeiss <laughs> <laughs> at 412-909-370. Here, here we go.
3: Every time we touch yeah, I know this song. It's a good little song. I, I, I can do with this. <laughs> That's good. All right. Who
2: sings this song? Cascada. Cascada. Yeah, They're
4: good. Yep. Yeah. That was like
2: whenever we were in I was in middle school ish. Oh, this yeah. was big at the Mount Lebanon Teen Centers for yeah. sixth and seventh graders. Oh, the right,
3: oh, yeah. So you were in sixth or seventh grade. I was probably in college.
2: Oh, I yeah. was two Eight. when this song
4: came out. Yeah. Yes. No, you you were, were two. You, you weren't in college. I mean, listen to this.
3: When did it come out? I wasn't
4: I mean, going to do that like, to our guy. Yeah, like I wasn't going to do that to him. 2000, 2001.
3: Okay, so I was an old head by then. So here's how we're going to do this. Right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm 30, 2000, 2001, I was already in my 30s. <laughs> Where'd it
1: go? It's gone now. You guys were
3: in 6th grade in 2000?
2: I was in 7th grade in 2000. Holy hell. He was in 4th grade. So here's what we're going to do. You call <laughs> in, you text in, you tweet in. You got love questions on this here, Valentine's Day 2024. Paul Zeiss going to give you love <laughs> advice. So I got a text here we'll get to first because the phone lines are starting to light light up here. So here's the text. (laughs) You got to censor these, right? Hi, Love Doctor. My girlfriend and I have been together for about two months and things are going great. I just wish she'd leave after coitus. She's got the Jimmy legs and I just want to get a good night's sleep, thanks. What do you do there, Paul? You like where it is, but you want to get your sleep in
3: okay so this guy's upset because after they after they do the deed mm-hmm. the girl she wants to stay wants to stay mm-hmm. and keep you know what I mean well I, I got to be honest with you if she wants to stay that means you get a second shot at the title that's what you should be thinking if she wants to stay you did your job too and she wants the job right that tells me you did your job right but listen a little bonus when you're young this is probably a young person right because they you know listen you don't get you don't get a second or third shot at the title when you get to be a little older so you better take it when you got it so i don't know this guy here he's got no chance right now it's one thing like if you go to a bar somewhere, right? and You drag some tennis shoe Annie home. The biggest thing about that is, right? The biggest thing about that is, yeah, okay, you do the deed. You got to find a way to get her the hell home.
2: But you know, now I you're could, talking two months. But this oh yeah, is a dating. girlfriend
3: type thing, yeah. and it sounds to me like she's open to a couple shots at the yeah. title on a single night.
4: Yeah, like okay, this you, guy you, here, he's
3: got, he's got, he's. This It's a good I, problem to have. My it's advice a really to him would problem. be. My advice to him would be just basically. Uh, suck it you up. You gotta suck it up, my man. Or else you know what? She's gonna go find that second shot of the Th- title somewhere that's else. That's exactly right. You know because what I mean?
4: if she's get up and leaving, if you want her to leave, she's probably like all right. Alright, good. I'm, you <laughs> i you know what? I got a couple
3: other guys in my in my Rolodex here. I'm gonna go find one of them at three two mm-hmm. thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, yep. they'll give Stockton it
2: line up. They'll give it to me. They always left me. Right. It, 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 there was never a second shot of the title <laughs> for me. All right, let's go to Vic in Hazelwood. He wants to talk to the love doctor. Hey Vic. Hey, what's
5: happening, fellas? Hey, man, listen, Paul. Do you think I'm wrong because every year before Valentine's Day, whoever I'm dating, I decide to pick a little argument so I don't got to get him no candy? So last year this is what I did. I went and bought that candy that's like fifty percent discount, you know, at the right age and stuff like that, the heart chocolate, and I put it in the freezer. I'm figuring I take it out a couple of days before Valentine's Day and let it defrost, and it's good. But this year I didn't take it out in time, and now they got cross and she, mad. <laughs> she have to be mad. Come on, man, dude. I'm not wrong for that. Come on, stick with me, Paul. I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I actually like Thanks, that. Vic. I actually best. like
3: that, Vic. Right? That's that. That's how you do it. I mean, to me, as you know, we talked about it the other day. I'm a conscientious objector to Valentine's Day, but if you absolutely have to do something, that's actually a pretty good idea. Wait until all the candy comes on, you know, is on sale, right? And then get it. Then get it. Um, I think he's right. But I do like the fact, you know, you're going to pick a fight with it with, with, right before the right before. And then you get out of it for a week and then you're okay, you know, we're going to make up now.
2: Well, here's one and I have to I can't even read the text. I'm just going to have to do it my own way here. <laughs> so, this person, the only day this week he and his new girl can get together is tonight, Valentine's night. They've had two dates. This is date 3. This date will take place at his apartment. He is cooking dinner. They're going to watch a movie. The question is, can you go through with the deed on date three, Valentine's Day night, for the first time? Or, if you do that, are you now all of a sudden in a serious relationship? If you do the deed for the first time on Valentine's Day, are you now locked into this thing? No. You're not locked in, but what a way to be
4: locked in if you are locked in by doing it on Valentine's Day. You never know what that could lead to. Could lead to kids, could lead to getting a house, and you're like, hey, we did it the first time on Valentine's Day. You were conceived on Valentine's Day. Like, I mean, it's a great
3: story. I think the big thing about it, though, is like, you could actually be locked into a longer relationship if you do all that, you know? And then you just say, you know, give a kiss and good night. Because then she's like, wow, "Wow, this
2: guy, stand up guy, there's a stand
3: up guy. He gave me, he cooked me dinner and did all this other stuff. And oh my goodness, he didn't, he didn't try and swing for the fences, right? That's that's that to me, is probably more dangerous than just showing your ass and saying, listen, okay, literally, listen, we did all, yeah, exactly, literally and figure. we did all this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let now it's time to take it to another level. Well, I mean,
4: if you're on your third date and you're cooking somebody dinner on Valentine's Day, I mean, shouldn't you? Don't
2: you want to be in a relationship with them? That's true. Well, like, so, right. So that's the question. Why are you worried about it? That That's a good point by you. Have you ever cooked someone a dinner that you didn't want to Exactly. No. No. I've never. I would never cook someone dinner just to seal the deal. Right. No, that's too much effort there. All right. 412-928-9370. We'll take your calls. Here's a text. Here's a really good one. Sports crossover. Hey, Love Doctor. Is it okay to marry a Ravens fan? Big Steelers fan starting off in a new relationship, but they see promise. Can that be a deal breaker?
3: No, I think. I think if you let your fandom get involved, even if you start thinking about your fandom, you ain't with the right, (laughs) right? You're not with the right girl because that tells me, you know what I mean. I mean, come on, who cares who they
2: see for? for Donnie? Him and Sarah have this great relationship, but it's, I think, forged from this great fandom that both of them have in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I could see that being a sticking point.
3: Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't – like I said, you're not with the right person if you're worried about who
2: they're rooting for
3: well, in See, games,
2: I can't but, do it because I'm married to a Pitt fan well, anyhow. Listen, Scott and, McKillop,
4: and, and, the one that had 19 tackles against West Virginia yeah. during 13-9, was an all-American linebacker for Pitt, married a girl, a lady, that is a huge West Virginia fan. If he can do it, anyway. And, and,
3: and, and, and what's uh, – Pony, you know, Pony's a – I guess he's a Syracuse fan. Guy, but isn't his wife a big West Virginia? Yeah, she sure person? is. So, it don't matter. It that that doesn't matter. That tells me you're with the wrong person.
2: All right, at least one more question for the love doctor, Paul Zeiss, coming up next. If you want to get in on the phones, you can at 412-928-9370. two nine two eight nine three seven zero. I'm gonna ask the question now, so you guys can think about it. We'll start off the next segment with this. Do you get your side piece anything on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Love, Doctor, with Paul Zeiss still ongoing here on the Fan Morning Show. Doug Whaley in studio here. He's going to be joining us from 9 o'clock until 10. So a lot of meaty football-related things to get into with Doug. Plus, we wanted to pick his brain about the NBA and if there would be a place for that here in Pittsburgh. But we ended the last segment with this question. And I'm not implying that either of any of the three of us have side pieces. But the question is this. Do you get your side piece a gift on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and here's a text. I think this is great. And By the way, uh, the 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ray, Route 19 in Peter's Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. The texter says, you absolutely need to in order to be strategic about that relationship and not cause a jealousy rift between your side and your main chick.
3: Well, there's always... Not that I would know about these <laughs> things, but there's always... Uh, uh, there's always... um Let's see, there's always going to be that. And uh, I I think that, see, I take the opposite approach of some, some who will go unnamed might say, you don't want that to come back to haunt you and blow up your spot. But I would say something small because they're already feeling like the second string, right? And on a day like today, they they kinda know that they're the second string unless you kinda make them feel a little bit special. Not that I wouldn't know anything about it. I'm just prefacing that. Doran. I, uh, <laughs> save me here, please. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna save myself
4: and you're never too old to take advice from your parents. And my dad just texted in about four minutes ago and said, Do not answer that question <laughs> So I am gonna sit here and let
2: you guys go back and forth. I'm gonna I'm take advice from my dad
3: I mean I, I again <laughs> Not that I would know about such things.
2: So, okay, how about that, that
3: would that that would presume that there would be two women at the same time that might like me, which would never happen. The so only ahead.
2: time that ever happened in my life, okay, my wife broke up with me in college. You all know this story. We were we were separated for a year. And so I had a pseudo relationship with another woman. But my wife and I, as we were we were friends with benefits basically. And so I came back to Pittsburgh one time. To be with my wife. And, you know, something, I mean, now I'm going to get myself in I trouble. Know. Yeah, this is, this is, this seems like you're That's going like, way into the deep end. Oh but go no. ahead. So, you know, we, we get done hanging out. And the line that comes out of my mouth is, because I'm a loser, was, I feel like James Bond. And she What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I, I What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? Whole thing. Because I'm an idiot. Because I put my foot right in my mouth.
3: I can't, I couldn't. You felt na- like James Bond, why? Because I had two girls at one time. Oh. At the same time? Of course not. Oh, okay, I was going to say that. That's, this story just got a lot yeah, better. Yeah. I mean, Paul. what the hell? Oh, oh. Crowley! I thought you were going to say, like, you said the other
2: girl's name. No, this name, was just. The this other was, female's name. This that, was just proof positive of I can't juggle two, let alone at one time, Paul. That, that's what. That's the thing Please. I'll tell you,
3: man, like. All those, you know, the the, the 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 what what do they call them? The Mormon guys and stuff that got multiple wives. Most of us can't handle one, much less. Could you imagine having five of them? Mm-mm. Five of them on your ass? You know, you're on this one here, and now you go down down the hallway because it's her night, and then you got to hear her. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? Like if I, honest to God, if I was a Mormon, and this is the truth, if I had five or five or six wives, right? I would still have a side piece that you could go to, right? Because I mean, after uh, if you're not if you're not monogamous, which you're clearly not, right? You, they're all your wives. You got to put up with all of the stuff you put up with from wives. So you would have to have somebody that I could go off-site. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go down the street. I'll be back. Uh, Where are you going? I need I need a break from all of my wives.
2: Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. (laughs) Check out special financing for qualified buyers on the new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, high 49, low 30.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.